Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 2377, Building a Diversified Bond Portfolio by Robert Farrington of thecollegeinvestor.com. And I'm your host and personal finance enthusiast, Diana Merriam. Now let's get right to today's post and start optimizing your life. Building a Diversified Bond Portfolio by Robert Farrington of thecollegeinvestor.com. Everyone has heard the saying, you need to diversify. You hear about it for your portfolio as a whole, diversify in stocks and bonds. There are even some handy, simple calculations to figure out how to do it. Subtract your age from 100 and that's how much you should invest in stocks. You also hear about diversifying your stocks, own different sectors, or have an index fund that owns the entire market. What you don't always hear about is diversifying bonds. However, if you're thinking about adding bonds to your portfolio, you should also be diversifying your bonds. There are many different types of bonds, and they each act differently and have different risks. If you don't diversify your bonds through a total bond market fund, you should look at holding different types of bonds in your portfolio. Let's break it down. The different types of bonds. There are many different categories or types of bonds, just like there are various sectors for stocks. Here are the main types of bonds. There are US Treasury bonds, debt issued directly by the US government, which can be short-term, like T-bills, not technically a bond, but pretty much the same thing, maturing in less than one year. Medium-term, Treasury notes, maturing in one to 10 years, or long-term, Treasury bonds, maturing in 10 plus years and are inflation protected. There are municipal bonds, debt issued by local and state governments, including their agencies, which can be general obligation bonds, supported by the municipality's power to tax, and revenue obligation bonds, supported by the specific project's revenue, like a toll road. There are agency bonds, debt issued by a U.S. government agency, which can be Fannie Mae, Ginny Mae, and Freddie Mac. There are also corporate bonds, bonds issued by a corporation, foreign bonds, bonds issued by a foreign country, and bank loans, more commonly known as a floating rate fund. Remember what a bond is. When investing in bonds, it's important to remember what a bond is. You're loaning money to the entity you're buying the bond from. For a U.S. Treasury bond, you're loaning money to the United States government. For a corporate bond, you're loaning money to that company. The risks involved in investing in bonds. As with any investment, there are risks involved that should be considered. Many people consider U.S. Treasury bonds to be risk-free, but even investing in them can pose a risk to your portfolio. Here's some common bond investing risks. Credit risk. Credit risk is the risk that the issuer of the bond is unable to meet its financial obligations, 
such as make scheduled interest payments or pay off the obligation at maturity. Credit risk is evaluated by several outside companies, such as S&P and Moody's, and they issue debt ratings from AAA to D for those in default. The higher the grade, the less likely the issuer is going to default. Some municipal bonds are backed by insurance policies to guarantee repayment of principal in the event of default. Interest rate risk. Interest rate risk is the risk that the yields of new bonds issued in the market are higher than your current bond, making your bond less valuable to new issuances. As interest rates rise, which will happen sometime, lower yielding bonds will lose value compared to the new bonds at the higher rates. And call risk. Many corporate and municipal bonds have a call risk, which means that the issuer can repay all or a portion of the bond prior to maturity. The investor's capital will be returned with a premium in exchange for retiring the debt. It's a risk because your income stream ends earlier than you were planning on it. Why and how to build a diversified bond portfolio. Given all the different types of bonds and the risks inherent in each, you can mitigate some of the risks by diversifying your bond portfolio. Just like investing in stocks, when one class of debt goes down, others usually rise. Also, with different debts maturing at different times, you can hedge against some of the risks associated with interest rates. Finally, with a large basket of debt types, you hedge against one debt defaulting. If you're going to invest in bonds using bond funds, it's important that you understand the bond fund's performance as well. It's also important to remember that as interest rates rise, bond prices fall and the opposite occurs. Since we're currently at an all-time low of interest rates, we're also at an all-time high of bond prices, especially U.S. Treasuries. So it can be insinuated that U.S. Treasury prices will fall over the short to medium term. If your portfolio was invested 100% in U.S. Treasuries, your portfolio would decline in value. However, if you were diversified into other debt types, the impact of this would be minimal. To build a diversified bond portfolio, you need to consider both the maturity of the debt as well as the type of debt. Using my original classes mentioned, here are some things to consider. Risk. The least riskiest investment listed are U.S. Treasury debt. I would follow this closely with developed European debt, then municipal general obligation bonds and high-grade corporate bonds. There are a few AAA companies out there. The riskiest investments in bonds, bank loans, low-grade corporate bonds, and municipal revenue obligation bonds. However, just like in stocks, the riskier assets pay a risk premium to hold them, so you do get a higher return than by holding U.S. Treasury debt. And interest rates. With interest rates being so low, you want to focus on bonds with short maturities. That way, if rates do rise, you're not holding a debt that will drop in value. You can easily roll your money into higher yielding bonds quickly if the maturity is shorter. T-bills, some corporate bonds, and bank loans all fall into this category. With those two key ideas in mind, we can build a portfolio of bonds. Like any passive investor, we wanna build a portfolio for the long run. This means finding low-cost index funds that meet the bond criteria we're looking for. There are many, but here are some of my favorite picks and how I would diversify my portfolio. Short-term US, 9%. Short-term other, 9%. Municipal all, 18%. Tips, 10%. Medium-term all, 18%. 
long-term U.S., 18%, and foreign all, 18%. With these funds, you can quickly and effectively build a diversified bond portfolio. As a final note, it's important to remember what vehicle you're putting these investments into. Since municipal bonds are already usually tax-deferred, you don't need them to be in a tax-deferred account such as an IRA. However, some bonds you would want in an IRA because they pay interest monthly. You just listened to the post titled Building a Diversified Bond Portfolio by Robert Farrington of thecollegeinvestor.com. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news. There's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college. I found that Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals, whatever they are. I definitely wouldn't be able to allocate my finances or plan as clearly without help from Monarch. In fact, Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash OFD. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash OFD. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. It's common knowledge that bonds provide stability against the volatile nature of stocks. And as an investor approaches retirement, their allocation to bonds increases, mainly so there's capital for them to withdraw during retirement. However, I've also heard that you should own your age in bonds which for me would mean that I would have 35% of my portfolio in bonds. I, however, have opted to have a 100% stock portfolio, and I'll tell you why. As you get closer to drawing down on your portfolio, you want more bonds to help smooth the ride of market fluctuations. I, however, am nowhere close to touching my investments. So as a long-term investor, I'm able to handle the volatility or market fluctuations because I don't invest money that I need anytime soon. The way I see it, if you don't plan to touch that money for more than 10 to 15 years, it seems to me that smoothing volatility is more about the emotional benefit of not watching wild swings with your money. For me, I've solved for this by keeping a strong cash position and not watching my investments too closely. Because I have a 100% stock portfolio, I don't need to rebalance, so I even have less of a need to look at it. If you're interested in hearing more about the benefits of an all-stock portfolio, check out episode 1700 titled, Why I Own 100% U.S. Stocks by A Purple Life. 
That'll do it for today. Thank you for listening. Have a great rest of your day. And I'll see you on tomorrow's show where your optimal life awaits.